This is the games of the 10th Olympiad. I am Dionysus Jones. I'm Bobby Jocasta. And I'm Daryl. Yes, indeed. And folks, we have what is arguably the most seminal event of the Olympiad. The 100 meter dash. This is a very, very exciting event. Indeed, and a new change being implemented this year, too. As we now know the Olympians are used to performing in the nude, this year is important as we witness the implementation of the fig leaf. Highly controversial. Uh, We will see if it causes less injuries than have been reported in years past. Although what I do appreciate about the 100-meter dash is when the fig leaves fall to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Oh, the runners are taking their position. This is getting really exciting, gentlemen. Yes, and they're off. And they're coming around pretty good right now. Oh. Right? oh. And the runner from Croton has tripped over his own foot. Mm. Does not look good. Well, he was going into that with a rather nasty blister, so we all knew this was likely. Oh, no. Oh, geez. It looks like the competitor from Sparta has taken over. Oh, boy. Quite literally, as he's killed... No, what? Four? No. Nope. Seven. Ten. I'm counting ten yep. dead bodies on the ground. I'm pretty sure this is a strict violation. So we're looking to the judges, and uh, and they're they're no, they're letting it go. They're well, letting it go. Well, they have knives to their necks. So what else can they do? When what is very clearly a violation of the Olympian truce. Hopefully, this will uh, turn around nicely for everybody later on down the line. But it looks like Sparta's probably taking the gold in this particular competition. And you know what, folks? Anything is capable here at the Olympians. Hmm. Let's go to wrestling. Welcome to Nerds on History. I'm Eric Bricklund. I'm Sarah Ashley. And I'm Brian Moriarty. Can I first off just say how great it is having all three of us back in the same room? I know we, we were in the same room on the last episode, but it just feels good that we're all together again. You know, there was only one episode that you missed. That being said, but you also did a whole episode. <laughs> by the way, you did a whole episode by yourself. Oh, yeah, there was that. That was spectacular. Thanks. A feedback episode that was still very, very informative. Which, oddly, was very unnerving. Was doing, it? Recording an episode by yourself is a, actually very high pressure. I was extremely nervous doing that episode. Yeah, I had to do that once, way back, back in the early years when I did a, a Valentine's Day episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was incredibly nerve-wracking. And all I did was read feedback, but still. Yeah, well, that one I was trying to actually do something somewhat informative. Yeah. Yeah, so at least you had like an entire... Most of your content was, was there. For, exactly. <laughs> I so, had to generate content. So my, my turn's harder. coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. eventually you're going to have the, to do one. The Nerd Cave is at your house. You can record an episode by yourself whatever well, you want. Do we count That's the true. one where I did a whole intro with Alan? Because oh. there was one where I know at the last minute Eric had couldn't go because he had a family emergency. Mm-hmm. And so I recorded myself with Alan, and then we just did a redux of the Mongoose equation. Mm-hmm. I think that was episode 99, if I'm not mistaken. He remembers the numbers of them, too. Yes, Brian, you win. (laughs) Point big. Speaking of winning and competitions. We're the Olympics. Yay. By the way, segue again. Hello. Hello, yes. Well (laughs) done, sir. Can I say, though, uh, boo to Zika virus, but yay to everything else. Yeah. No, not just boo to Zika virus, but 
Uh, boo to poverty. Boo to yeah, yeah poverty stricken area that's now going to be completely torn up by the like the economics that goes into the Olympics, and also boo that they're putting together everything extremely last minute, and boo that they're going to be swimming in polluted water. That's probably going to make them sick. But it's the Olympics. Whatever they should have so, postponed it. Fair, fair points. What I what I'm excited about is that we are approaching the fourth anniversary of Nerdonomy. And we started this just a little bit too late to actually make a relevant episode about the Olympics. And we wanted to four years ago. And when we decided about two years ago to say, do we want to do one on the Olymp- Winter Olympics? Everyone was like, nah. no, let's wait for an actual Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say that. An actual Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean to the Winter Olympics. It, it totally is. To We're former Winter th- Olympians, you can direct your hate mail to Brian Moriarty. <laughs> you can, and then I will promptly delete it. But... What's more important is this episode, we're going to cover both the summer and the winter Olympics in some capacity. So, and um, curling. Ugh. Yes, indeed. So <laughs> it, it goes without saying, Ice shuffleboard? folks, that this is going to be a fun episode. We're not going to go into super amount of detail. In fact, we're going to have, we're going to have a fun game for the, for the majority of the episode. So, and this is... Being our four years uh, coming up here in our anniversary, this is actually our 150th episode. Of yes, Nerds indeed. On of Nerds on History, which yeah. is Yeah, we already wild. did more than 150 for Nerds on Film. A while back. Yeah. But we're, we're a little behind on Nerds on History. <laughs> we're a little yeah. more we laid out, back we've here. Out of we've taken a couple more vacations on yeah. this one, I think. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Brian, this is pretty much all you. Well, boy. Have when fun. you say that, the pressure just all of a sudden got ten times harder. So um, I mean, I skimmed the Wikipedia page. Yeah, indeed. Well, I, no, why skim Wikipedia when the IOC, the International Olympic Council, oh. has a very informative website that explains a lot of what we're going to be talking about tonight. Oh. Great. So Olympic.org, folks. Just saying. And this is a competition, right, between Sarah and I? Oh, indeed. Well, once we get to the episode, yes. Before we get to the actual game. Let's talk about a brief history of the ancient and the modern Olympics. Uh, I guess so we have to. We kind of have to, <laughs> Do right? Do we have to? So I think it's important to bring it up briefly. Oh, wait, so, this is by the way, podcast, this is just right. permission for Eric and I to be really obnoxious at you for a while. Just I so think you know. it. Well, you know, it's fine because I tend to target myself to that anyway. So um, it's younger brother syndrome. I tend to make myself a target for, you know, shame and for taunting. So anyway, uh, the first ancient Olympic Games actually go back... First of all, the, the original Olympic Games were a huge staple of the Hellenistic world, conducted for almost 1,200 years, which is really, when you think about it, very impressive. Yeah, a really long time. And it's wasn't it that it was the Olympic Games, the Olympiad, were one of four games that were part of the Panhellenic Games, right? Yeah, so there's the Panhellenic Games, and essentially they're all effectively... The same thing. The same thing, but these ones were taking place in Olympia. Mm-hmm. And the first time that's been recorded was in 776 BCE. But this says BC. It's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Um, before the Common Era. And it's possible that those existed prior to that. And I mean, it maybe those who don't know, but the Olympics were always kind of in honor of the god Zeus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, Zeus had been a meteorological god prior to this. You know, god who would help you, who you would worship in honor of weather. But being that the mythology of Greece involves Zeus kind of conquering Kronos, and, or in other words, Saturn, if you follow the, the Roman calendar. He became kind of the father 
god, well, right? He's he's the the leader of the you know the pantheon, the Greek pantheon, and and being a thunder god. I mean, if you really want to go far back into into you know ancient Greek mythology. Um, you're really looking at the Indo-Europeans that came in bringing their thunder god to, you know, the, you know, early pre-Greek, you know, area right. over there. And they had hearth and home gods. And then basically right. when the Indo-Europeans came over and said, no, no, our thunder god is in charge of all of your gods. Right. They can, we can all worship the same gods, but ours is in charge. And well, that's where yeah. Zeus went in on top. And I think before we dive too deep into this, it's important to just understand the the pantheonistic religion of the ancient Greeks is a little bit different than we're used to because while even in pantheonistic religions, say like if, for example, even Hinduism, where you've got, uh, maybe actually I could even be wrong here. I could be just be, be espousing my ignorance here. But within the Greek religion, yes, they all acknowledge the existence of other gods like Zeus and, of course, Athena and Apollo and ad, ad nauseum. But kind of like how in modern Catholicism there are religious orders that are devoted to a certain aspect. Sure, yeah. Of, for example, the Marianists, they're very mm -hmm. devoted to the Virgin Mary. Yeah, no, you absolutely had the cult of Athena and, and those right. kinds of things. Yeah. And Olympia, the Olympiad was very much a part of the cult of Zeus, mm -hmm. right? It was it was a way of, they saw it as an extension of worshipping the god sure. Zeus. And, uh, and, the, the, and the other games in the, the Panhellenic games, um, one of them was worshipping Heracles, another one was worshipping Apollo, and another one was worshipping Poseidon. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Apollo being the god... Apollo was really the moralistic god. He was a sun god, yeah. He was a sun god. Yeah. He was the one who actually really, if you're talking about being a good person in mm -hmm. the Greek world, he was the one who kind of enforced that logic. That's also why the prophets were so such a big deal. They were the worshippers of Apollo, right? Yeah. And why and Delphi actually, was such a big deal. Well, and actually it became, uh, there was actually a very clear shift that in, um, you know, in the early Greek, you know, ancient Greek as we know it, kind of um, Hellenistic period, you know, there was the early part of it was Zeus was the leader. And then it did make a shift later on where Apollo was kind of the head god. Yeah. So there was a very clear shift of that at some point. Yeah. And that's and just, which to me is just fascinating. Yeah. So then when you tie in like Amaral Adama and Starbuck, then it all just. Yeah. <laughs> but what's. what's VSG! Well, well done. <laughs> so um, what I think is fascinating, though, is that there's a lot of parallels between the ancient Olympic Games and the modern Olympic Games, particularly in how the uh, the Olympians themselves prepared for these games. First of all, their, their goal was to be at the peak of their physical condition, right? And by the way, these original games were hardcore. All the Olympians, unfortunately, there were no women women Olympians in the ancient games. Yeah, women you had were to forbidden. be a freeborn Greek male. Indeed. And you performed in the nude. And you, you were in this kind of sequestered little, I mean, m ancient... Olymp Olympic Village. They actually have the Olympic Village now, which is essentially just a, a dormitory village for where all the, the Olympians congregate now. And we'll get to that in a little bit because that's congregate and conjugate. That's that's <laughs> the other word and fornicate. While we're at it, since we're using ikate words, um, as the last you no know, week beforehand, they tra trained very fiercely to be in the the peak physical condition, and they were forbidden from any strenuous activity, including sex. Uh, which is funny because I think that's where that myth became propagated, the whole idea that if you have sex before a sporting event, it weakens you. Mm. They thought that was too too strenuous, strenuous of an activity. Um, so th that was forbidden, basically. And... Um, well, it, keeps, it gets your head out of the game because your head and sure. your other head is in another game. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. I argue that it actually makes you yeah. more relaxed and, and able to uh, perform your duties. What I yeah, also yeah. find fascinating is that the the games just keep getting longer and longer as they went on. Because the original Olympic, yeah, I know, make the jokes you want. But uh, in the, the original Olympiad was only one day long. It was only a one-day event. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it was spread to three days. And, and finally five, five days. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with whole, two whole days dedicated to ritual and uh, and feast. Sure, exactly. Yeah, totally. And you just kind of see that now with the with the opening and closing opening ceremonies, ceremonies that we yeah. see in the modern day Olympics. There's a kind of a, a, a trace of that there. But the, Although the, I'm the, sure they were much more low budge back then. Oh, way more. <laughs> but sure. we just don't kill as many oxen as they used to. I not feel exactly. Like no. You know, it's, it's missing from We've the modern Olympics. Well, I mean, honestly, yeah. they, it's not like there's other excuses that they, 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 there's other excuses they have for killing oxen. I mean, let's face it, any of the Greek, like the Greek theater festivals in honor to Dionysus, oh, yeah. they would slaughter bulls and they would drink wine. They would also be fertile. So, so considering, you know, a lot going on at those ones. The Greeks love to drink and they love to have sex. Let's just be honest. But considering the modern Olympics, we're always moving around to a different city. I think we should kill 100 of whatever the most, you know, popular animal in that region is. So if, yeah. if we have another one in China, we'll eat 100 pandas. If we're going to oh have... God, that's not- that is not a populous animal anywhere. They're on the endangered species list. I didn't say populous. I said popular. Oh my god. Those are two very different That's, words. You were just <laughs> We're down in Australia, we'll have a hundred kangaroos. Eric, you are just the worst person. You told me I could have fun with this episode, so Ye- how dare you cast judgment on me? <laughs> well wow. it has been cast. So anyway. Um, I don't even know where I was going with this. I had, I had a thought. You derailed. <laughs> you derailed my thought. This is what happens when we drink and Damn record. It. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, Brian. So, let's also keep in mind, folks, that while the Olympiad was a Greek creation, it was not just limited to ancient Greece. Too, and not to say the entire world participated. It was pretty much just with what was in the reach of the Mediterranean Sea. But there were competitors from Italy that, um, like when I made the joke in the cold open about Croton, that, that's a, that's a half joke, but there was a city state within Southern Italy that was within reach of the Olympiad that did compete. Yeah. You just had to have Greek heritage was really what it boiled down to. Croton, of course, well known for its small pieces of toasted bread. (laughs) Croton, not crouton. Oh, sorry. Eric. Shut the, up. The dad jokes never stop. Um, no, very true. And, and that's the other thing, too, is that Greek society at this point had a very high sense of superiority. They thought that anything that wasn't Greek was was uncivilized. So that's probably why you had to prove you had a Greek heritage, because mm-hmm. it proved your, your validity, essentially, yeah. amongst them. The other thing I want to bring in before we get to the modern Olympics is um, that because th- these were all politically diverse regions who were not always all on good terms, there was the Olympian truce that was invoked yep. during yes. this time period. And it stands to today, which at the ancient times, it basically granted, it was essentially a, an ancient passport. It mm-hmm. granted free and safe travel of Olympians to Olympia to compete without harm, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it essentially... To this day, kind of established the 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 sans political nature, the yeah. apolitical nature of the Olympic Games, yeah. um, which is also very interesting because they have the a very similar truce with Eurovision, which is the European singing competition, or I should say music competition. 
Really? Although it does get extremely political when not this most recent one, but the one last year, you could very much actually see who was allied or who was geographically closer to Russia because they had to kind of give Russia some points when they were voting. And Russia became dangerously close to winning. But if Russia actually won Eurovision, then nobody would actually want to go because everybody hates Russia. Okie dokie. Yeah. That's really important stuff that you guys should know. Um, So... (laughs) The ancient Olympic Games, I would say more now as we're getting into antiquity, mm-hmm. um, the Olympic Games came to an end, the ancient games, ancient to antiquitous games, came to an end in 393 AD with the Emperor Theodosius. Um, he was, of course, C-E? the Byzantine emperor. C-E. Um, C-E. C-E. And, C-E. Sorry, uh, it's AD or CE, exactly, common era. Um, I say it because the resource I'm referring notes to refer to it as AD. Um, and they are honestly a little bit off by a few years. AD um, is from when they believe Christ was born. CE is actually more accurate because they actually now notice that Christ was born in 6 BCE. How is that possible? Well, it's because they realized they got the math wrong. Um, so plus or minus six years from the year I just stated, which was 393, um, the Emperor Theodosius, who was the Byzantine emperor at the time, um, in because by this point, Christianity had not just been legalized, but become the official religion of the Roman and Byzantine empires, um, he forbade any uh, pagan cults. And because we had established already that this was a cult in honor of the Greek god Zeus, the Olympiad came to an end. Now, it didn't actually come to an end altogether. Obviously, mm-hmm. the event still existed for centuries through, because otherwise we wouldn't have anything to go off of today. But actually, there were some kind of attempts to recreate the Olympics between the ancient Olympics and the modern Olympics. Before I get into it, I just, I just want to clarify that uh, the, the dating system is very much still the same between AD and the common era or CE. It's identical, um, yeah. It's just that when they were trying to calculate when Christ was born, they had the math off by six years. Correct. So when I said plus or minus six years, I was actually speaking in error. It would be either 393 CE or 393 AD. They're essentially the interchangeable. Thing. It was just um, a more CE saying BCE and CE is just more politically correct. Well, beyond political correctness, it's just it applies to the whole world as yeah. opposed to just the Christian world. Yeah, exactly. So as we get into the out of the Middle Ages and into the kind of the early Renaissance, there have been a couple of attempts to create Olympic like uh, events. Um one of them, basically, uh, in the early 17th century was the Cotswold Games, or more specifically, the Cotswold Olympic Games. They all called, use the word Olympian in some regard because it's a call back to the events and the type of events that were played and the ancient games of Olympia. Um, and this actually took place in Chipping Compton in England. And this took place, in again, very early between, you know, 1612 and 1642. But England wasn't the only place that did it, too. Um, there was also the Olympiade de la République, which was uh, a French Olympic festival that was done in the late 18th century between 1796 and 1798 in revolutionary France. Um, but then we really move into the 19th century, where we see the beginning of the modern Olympics. Um, and it's not f- fully formalized till the latter half, but you see the seeds of it happening in 1850, which became the Wenlock Olympic Games. And those were founded by Dr. William Penny Brooks, 
he created the Winlock Olympic Society, I should say. So those took place um, between 1862 and 1867 in Liverpool, and they called it the Grand Olympic Festival. And it's interesting is that when Greece had actually won its independence from the Ottoman Empire in 1821, one of the first things they thought about doing was reestablishing the Olympic Games. And it's actually because of these attempts to recreate the games throughout the, the later, the early Renaissance into, into the 18th century and the 19th century that that kind of sowed the seeds of what would become the modern Olympic Games um, because it was in fact the Greeks who had witnessed or heard of those games that they had kind of partnered together and eventually created it. And uh, there were... Olympic Games actually really as early as 1870, mm. um, but the official first official games that were created that were endorsed by the International Olympic Committee and were acknowledged by today as the first modern Olympics happened in 1896, and of course those happened in Athens, um, where they it's kind of, even though Olympia was where they actually were originally played out, Athens being the kind of the cultural center of Greece. It became the the new capital for the for the for the uh, modern Olympic Games. Well, well, that in Olympia, Greece is um, well, for lack of a better word, kind of a ghost town. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, I mean, the actual site is pretty well deserted, so it wouldn't really make sense to herald back to there. It made sense to bring it into a major populated city, right, uh, where all that tourism and money would would do some you know real good. Indeed. Um, one other thing I want to mention, because since I said we would talk about the Winter Olympics, I kind of feel like we need to at least bring it up, right? So the Winter Olympics, just so you can understand, um, they are a very, very new concept. They were they were created in 1924, just to give some variation. And up until 1992, they were held at the same year as the Summer Olympics. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, voted on upon that... Uh, Starting in 1992, going forward, they would be in alternating two-year cycles. So there was actually a 1992 Olympics and a 1994 Winter Olympics, and they have been going every two years since then. Um, It makes money. And it makes a lot of money. Well, that's the other thing to talk about, too, is that the corporate sponsorship, too. I mean, Kodak was the first really major corporate sponsor. All the way back in ancient Greece? My God. (laughs) Of the modern Olympic Games. And it wasn't really, if you really think about it, it, Coca-Cola didn't even start sponsoring the Olympic Games until 1928. But they started in 1928, and they've been a sponsor ever since. And if you, you know, check your watches, folks, that's 88 years they've been consistently sponsoring the Olympic Games. That's crazy to think about. Well, yeah, it's because they're all Coke-fueled athletes. Because nothing says <laughs> athleticism like high fructose corn syrup. So, <laughs> or actual cocaine. <laughs> well, well only, only up until like I think the 1930s. Right. Yeah. Isn't so now we get to the fun part of the episode. Game time! Are we going to play a game now? We are going to play a game. Yay! It's I a like trivia games. game. It is going to be Eric versus Sarah. Oh, technology away, Sarah. I take it. No technology allowed. It's not over. No technology allowed. Oh, crap. The first round will be the ancient Olympics. The second round will be the modern Olympics. And I have a tiebreaker question. Though I feel like Sarah's done some ancillary research, so she might have the advantage. Like I literally said, I 
skimmed a, the beginning of the Wikipedia page as I pulled up to Eric's house. Well, that's fine. So, so we are quite literally going to embarrass ourselves. Don't don't drive and research people. Uh, the, the Hellenistic <laughs> world is one of my least studied uh, really? topics in in the ancient world. Really? I I've just it's never caught my attention like. Uh, my so I haven't favorite. I haven't done any deep Hellenistic studies yeah. since college. Wow! But my I had a I had a professor that was part of a, a four semester program in college that I did who was a Greek professor. So I ended up absorbing a lot of information from her. So we'll find out what happens. I have a really good friend who's Greek. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> so here's the game, folks. My sister in law is half Greek. The, the first round is. Is this an ancient Olympic sport? True or false? True. <laughs> yes, Eric, we all know that your buzzer count. now works. Are you are you keeping score? Uh yes, of course he is. I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> I originally was not, but I like your idea. So let's do that. Well, obviously if we're gonna do a competition, we have to know who wins. Yes, I'm making a little sword gore board. Right here on a my little scagore board. <laughs> <laughs> There's been drinking involved tonight, folks. There has been drinking. For those pulling back the curtain, we record two episodes at once. We were drinking last episode, so you can kind that of. Last <laughs> episode. <laughs> That's true. We were drinking last That's episode, true. so you can pretty much assume we were drinking this episode too. Yep. That is very true. Um, okay, here we go. Are you ready, folks? Yep. Remember. Ancient sport, true or false? Sorry. <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you an easy one and then I'll give you a hard one. Yeah. Right? Running. True. Eric was first. True. There you go. Right? Pretty obvious, right? Yeah. That kind of spans I'm across the Pretty sure we talked centuries. about it in the cold open. Yep. <laughs> okay, here we go. Equestrian events. Sarah. False. True. While the modern equestrian events are more involved as like yeah, jumping over that's hurdles. What I was thinking. But fine, the, chariot. Okay, fine, true. So whatever. yes, horse races and chariot races uh, were part of the original okay, Olympic events. Considering I, I I actually volunteered the answer before you read it, do I get to steal the point? Do no, I, the point? I mean I knew chariot well, racing. Wrong, I just didn't think about horses. It's just neutralized. Okay, here we go, folks. Screw <laughs> you. Here we go. Boxing. True or false? Eric. True. True, absolutely. Fisticuffs, uh, baby. Yeah, now, what's even crazier is that ancient Greek boxing was really hardcore because they wore uh, wrapped straps around their hands to strengthen their wrists yeah. and study their fingers. Um, though sometimes they also put metal on them and studied them, so it was, it was pretty messed up. Um, in fact, it was not un uncommon for the the losing opponent to be pretty disfigured afterwards. Mm. So, yeah. Or the winning opponent, for that matter. <laughs> okay. This one is, should be pretty easy. It's just a matter of who buzzes in first. Discus. Oh. You should check your phone, Sarah. Because Eric seems to be... No! What? That was totally right at the same f***ing time. Yeah, that's our third bleep for the episode. Eric? Sorry. Uh, true. No! God damn Sarah's too competitive. Uh, it's it's very. What? Don't look at me. He's the one running it. I'm just I know. Answering the He's being a jerk. I, I like when you play. I'm just going with, with what I'm hearing. I'm just going with what I'm hearing. Um, <laughs> I knew that. I knew that was true. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Of course, discus throw is one of the is one of the ancient 
Olympic events. Here's one. Are you ready? Yeah. Judo. False. True. No, wrestling, <laughs> fine, but not no, judo. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm saying you're correct. Okay. <laughs> however, <laughs> I, was like, I just learned this. <laughs> however, I just learned this today. There was actually an ancient Greek martial art. Okay. If I. Called. Hang on. No, you're totally right. You're going to get the point. You Thank keep you. the point. This is called pancreation. And pancreation was an ancient Greek combination of boxing and wrestling. Okay. So it was kind of like an ancient yeah. Greek form of judo. Here, and, Brian, and it began by punching your pancreas. Right. As even, hard as here's, possible to here's psych even, yourself Here's up. even cooler. There's actually a myth associated with it. They believed it was created by Theseus, and he used it to defeat the Minotaur. Oh, oh. interesting. Yeah. Can I make a request? Sure. As we're playing the true-false game, don't acknowledge me when I say false by saying true, because then I think I'm wrong. Fair. That is I have a request. Fair. Can you continue doing that? Because the results are hilarious. <laughs> because I was like, no, wait. Wrestling was, but judo was not. <laughs> I want you guys to think very hard about this, because right. this could go either way. That, yeah, you should take a second, Shh. Eric, before you Shh. buzz in. Shh. Pentathlon. Eric? I'm going to say false. True. Really? Pentathlon goes back to the ancient Olympics. Really? Yes, indeed. Well, because that was it, like shot put and javelin and things like that were incorporated. But, yeah, but and what, in right? 708 BC, they also added wrestling to that, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh. See, I knew some of it. Can I get a half point? Because I knew what <laughs> part of it went into the pentathlon. He just buzzed in first. I would like to volunteer half of one of my points to, to Sarah uh, as a show of, of good sportsmanship. Oh, don't do any favors on my behalf. <laughs> I'd like to retract that half point, <laughs> and I'd like to request the judge to subtract a quarter point for the snarkiness. No. I think we're getting in the stretch, the, the final stretch of round one, folks, and these are going to get a little easier. So really, it's going to come down to speed of how fast you buzz in. Jumping. Eric? True. Of course. Come on, it's jumping. Yes, indeed. And what kind of jumping are we talking about? Are we just jumping up and down? The athletes used uh, stoner lead weights called haltiers to increase the distance of their jump. Kind of crazy. Um, and they held onto the weights until the end of their flight, and then they then they were which then jettisoned them backwards. Very very interesting how they they tried to like create the the most amount of distance. Was was pulling a muscle also an event? And who could most seriously do it? <laughs> Um, I, it was not an event, but I'm sure it was a frequent occurrence. Mm. All right, folks, that we are at the end of round one. Ooh. Ooh. And Eric's kicking my butt. The scores for round one is Sarah, two. Thanks for being generous. Eric, four. I'll take it. Yeah. You'll take it. <laughs> I mean, it. it really probably should be one and a half for me, because at least I didn't know the parts of pentathlon that are in there but you did buzz in faster but whatever buzz buzz okay can we just do that can we just yell buzz so <laughs> no you're closer there have been a substantial number of events that have been added to the olympic games in the modern games so a lot of these are kind of common a lot of these are like really is this olympic okay i guess it is um and also there's been a few that have been removed from the list Ooh. as well Ooh. So, <laughs> premature. Um, I'm just trying to. Keep we're my going off alive. of what is currently 
an Olympic sport. Okay. Not whether or not it's been an Olympic sport, because there's some, okay. again, there have been some that have been that have been taken off the okay. list. So okay, it's so it's what's an currently an Olympic sport. An Olympic sport. Okay. Olympic. So here we go. Let's start with the first one. This is true or false? True. It's all true or false. Oh, okay. Baseball. Mm. Baseball is an Olympic event. I have watched it. It is true. It is not currently an Olympic event. I have watched baseball, though. Yes, <laughs> yes. I have watched baseball. It I was, was like, an Olympic event. It was. Event. Oh. That's, why, that's why I went, ooh, because I was but thinking they like it pulled was. It. Yeah. I, can't, I don't have the year, but they pulled it in lieu of, a, of another event they were trying to create that was truly worldwide, other than the World okay, Series. Okay, then it's yeah. got to be pretty recent, because I remember watching baseball. Yes, it's within recent history. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think they pulled it in, like, 96. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All yeah. right, so, so, fine. Baseball's okay. not. All right. Yeah. Ha! Okay. But it was at one I point. I should get his point. You see, that's the point, right? <laughs> um, here's another one that uh, might be a little bit harder to remember. Taekwondo. True. Sarah, you are right. Yeah. Taekwondo is an Olympic sport. <laughs> Just to clarify, are we only doing summer Olympics or is this also including the winter Olympics? He said he's going to have some winter We're gonna Olympics do, in there If too. we need to get to a third round, we'll do winter. But right now, it's this is just summer. This is just summer. Okay, just I missed that Just okay. summer. All right. Because I would think of Taekwondo as more of a winter sport. No. How so? Well, you know, it's warming people up, so it's, it's a good sport to you have. Oh, get out of here with not? that. It's really? not like you're like performing Taekwondo in snow pants. <laughs> but can you imagine? And this is one <laughs> You're not gonna move around as well. <laughs> guys, now this is one where verbiage means everything. Mm. Football. Eric? Yes, true. But we're talking about soccer yes, as opposed indeed. to American football. Yes, indeed. That is absolutely right. Football. 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 Right. Soccer it actually derives its name from association football, and it's the British uh, colloquial term for so-, so. Soccer is actually a more formal term for football than football is. Yeah. Um, but yes, Eric, you are correct. And they do call it football in the Olympics. Yes, in Olympics yeah, they call it's it not football. Soccer. Yes, indeed. How about this one? <laughs> this is crazy. You ready for this? Hockey. Yes. True. Now is it? But that's it. They're in the Winter Olympics. I, well, hockey okay. is also. According to the IOC, is a summer sport. It's referring to field hockey, but they call it just hockey. Yeah. Oh, that's garbage. But ice hockey is also a winter Olympic sport. Well, I know that. Well, duh. But they don't. They call it just hockey. They don't call it field hockey. It's. It's just call it hockey. Yeah. Oh, I'm going off of what is currently on the IOC's current list of. You better be events. subtracting points for accidental. No, buzzes. I'm trying. So what's happening is I'm trying to keep my screen alive by touching other parts of the screen, but when I touch like within like a millimeter of the actual buzzer, <laughs> it sets the buzzer off. Okay, here's a funny one. Handball. That's true. Yes, handball is. I've absolute. watched that in the Olympics before. Yes. Wow. It's crazy. That's it weird. is so ridiculously fast. Mm. And it's. I mean, it's seriously hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have watched that before. Martha, just so I should probably admit this, Martha is a huge Olympics nut. Really? Like she will wake up at three in the morning oh, to God. watch stuff that's that's on that she really wants to watch. Oh, I've watched curling. She, she, I've watched curling at like two AM on and, like one of the CNBC channels. That's weird. But let's make <laughs> <laughs> No, it was actually even funnier. It was Switzerland versus one of the other like Northern European countries, and the opposing team had actually fallen asleep because wow. that's how boring of a sport wow. curling is. I think is. I pretty much only watch like swimming and gymnastics from the Summer Olympics. But let's be honest, like this is stuff where it will replay later in the day. 
Mm-hmm. But she wants to watch it that bad that wow. she'll wake up that early to watch it. So, wow. yeah, I know it's crazy. She's a huge right. Olympic nut. So I usually get pulled into this. All right. When I watch. So, so you got to leg up. Well, we'll see. See if the rest of the game plays out that way. <laughs> okay, guys, here we go. Even more crazy. Speed walking. False. You are correct. However, it has been recognized as an Olympic sport in the past. Oh in the God. in the senior Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. Right next to shuffleboard. What specifies between speed walking and running. What qualifies as speed walking is one foot is on the ground at all times. Whereas running, you te- <laughs> you te- technically for brief yeah. moments of time right. have both feet off the ground. And some of the speeds that Olympic speed walkers could get it's crazy. Some actually can go like six miles an hour wow. just speed walking. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's some aerodynamic arm weaving that yeah. you do. And it also includes extremely intense looks on their face. Yes, it is. Indeed. You've seen people walk quickly before the look they get like, I'm walking fast right now. <laughs> I can only imagine what it is in the Olympics. Yeah, pretty Catching much. Up to you, Eric. I know. Okay. I here's, a, here's a fun one. Golf. <laughs> say false. It is true. Damn. It is an she Olympic true. sport. <laughs> Golf is true. an Olympic sport. Are you keeping track, Brian? Yeah, I'm keeping track. You guys have both gotten the last two wrong, so I haven't had to add. I got one. I didn't. He Did got you just one, get one right? I just got one right. <laughs> this one I find really fascinating because there's the term doesn't quite match, but I but I get it. You're probably going to get these ones right. But gymnastics artistic and gymnastics rhythmic. Sarah. Uh, Rhythmic for sure is. And? What about Uh, artistic? Artistic. I'm going to also say yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's the ribbon thing, right? With the dance around the ribbon? Rhythmic is um, ribbon and hoop. Which is essentially cover guard. And then if you're doing artistic is that like because sometimes they use a ball i don't know if that's, that's just that's doing not... gymnastics to music basically there's yeah. no actual equipment well, there so, okay no just... oh, if you're doing artistic that's probably going to be more like floor exercises where they actually they kind of dance along with it i think you have to exactly. sculpt yeah. small animals yeah. while you're actually doing <laughs> yes. so really guys what this is it's pottery while <laughs> doing gymnastics <laughs> right so really what this is this is more or less Understanding the official nomenclature yeah. of the IOC versus what we call it in the, in Did the United States. Did I get two points States. for that? Um, it was a one pointer. Because well you done, got both though. right. Well done. Thanks. Well, I told gymnastics was my was my game back in the day. Mm, yeah. Oh, not, this not is so a fun not. one. It was the one sport I really participated in when I was a kid. Just not to show flexible. you that, just to show you the wide spectrum of sports. The wide, wide world of sports. <laughs> trampoline. Oh, well, is trampolining. I'm gonna say true. Yep, it is. You know what? That was a shot in the freaking dark because as much Olympics I've watched, I have never seen in my life Olympic trampoline. It probably again airs like three a.m. Maybe I have. Is this the same kind? So obviously, when they do, when they jump up onto the to the horse, right? They they jump onto kind of a trampoline like thing but don't they have Uh, an event where it's also in the floor like it's built into the floor so okay so the when you're doing gymnastics and floor exercises there are springs under the floor not a trampoline i know that and then when you're on the pommel horse it is also a springboard not a trampoline board but i swear to god i've seen something there are trampolines 
involved when you're training for gymnastics. Oh, uh, maybe that's what yeah. I'm of. Okay, all right, fair enough. Okay. So how the hell do they trampoline in the Olympics? And where, why is this not on, you know, ESPN? Why am I not seeing this? That, well, ESPN is owned by ABC. That's Bastards. why it's not on ESPN. Bastards. However, why is it not on one of the many NBC stations? I don't know. And who um, wins the gold medal in trampolining? You know, who does that? I want to know who Jumperson. these people... Oh, <laughs> oh touche. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's another fun one. It'll bake your noodle a little bit. Sailing. Is sailing an Olympic sport? Sailing is an Olympic sport. Oh, yes, you are correct. I have here. seen. Say, I'm sorry. I've watched a lot of the modern <laughs> Olympics, not so much many of the ancient Olympics. It's strange yeah, enough, they never get. What, what, they don't get a lot of involves. Uh, well, you you get on a boat, and you and you go on the water, and you compete against other. I'm boats. surprised you've even watched <laughs> that one. Well, it's the stuff you're switching through to get to the things you really want, and then you're like, "Holy <laughs> crap! What the hell is this?" And then you watch that. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not huge boats. They're 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 pretty small. No, they're sailboats. Yeah. 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 Oh god, sorry. But you can have big sailboats. I mean you can have huge sailboats, yeah. but that's not their intention, right? Folks, I just want to remind you the score is Eric eight, Sarah six. It's a pretty close game at mm. this point. Mm, all right. Yeah. All right. Again, speed is key here. Table tennis. Oh, currently though. Ooh, it has to be currently. Is I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say false. It's still. It's still technically a Olympic sport. Mmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <sighs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh. Again, speed is key. Rugby. True. Yes. It is. It is in a current Olympic sport. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Stupid table tennis. <laughs> Stupid table tennis. <laughs> Freaking ping pong. <laughs> Canoeing. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so there's actually. Wait, are we clarifying with rowing? No. Like, so it's not rowing and crew. Okay, so I'm gonna say false. Mmm. It is actually. Really? It is actually a sport. Shoot. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I was thinking like crew. Because here's what qualifies: rowing is a multiple person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canoeing is a singular. Can canoeing okay. is singular. Yeah. Darn. Well, Damn. canoeing is my table yeah. tennis. All and then right, do a corner. Okay, wait, how about this wait, one? Wait, 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 canoeing on, should on. be an uh, should be a winter Olympic okay, sport. We're good. But you should have to cut through the ice first. <laughs> my, my phone went dark. Sorry. Keep okay. Uh, is badminton an Olympic sport? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, I got a point. <laughs> <laughs> like we're like Eric and I are looking at each other like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going 50-50 here. I can't lose it. Yeah. I'm having so much fun with this game. I'm glad you are. Are you guys having fun? I'm fighting my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to do two more questions, okay? Okay. Before we get into the potential... Tiebreaker? Tiebreaker round, okay? BMX cycling. Is BMX <gasps> cycling an Olympic sport? Ooh! Sarah beat Sarah. to it. No. Yes, it is. No, it is really? one. Of, it is really? one of the games. Wow. That, it is one of the sports that has transitioned from, from X, X Games to, to being an Olympic I sport. I was totally going to buzz See, in and say false too. Because I thought yeah. it was only part of the X Games. Yeah, yeah. thank you for failing like for me. I appreciate okay, that. Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Got your back, Eric. Oy. Boy, you guys have done really, really well. I'm trying to think if I can do one more. Yeah, we're awesome. Uh, Pretty much. humble too. Um, no, mostly not. just awesome. Like 97 yeah. percent awesome. 
Oh, boy. And there's like 1.7% humble, and the rest is mystery feeling. Yeah. Mostly sexual prowess. <laughs> <laughs> That's an underline 110%. <laughs> okay, so this one's probably going to be a gimme. It just comes down to speed to speed. Shooting. True. Yep. Damn it. I figured oh. out, I'm just going to answer true, because I, I think he's <laughs> reading off a list of of events yeah. that are actually there, yeah. not adding the false ones. No, 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 I've added a couple of false ones oh, in, okay. for sure, <laughs> for sure. All right, what's the score? Did Eric beat me? Uh, let's see, the score is currently... I want a tiebreaker. <laughs> I'm going to call this a loose tie, because there's only one point lead that Eric has over Sarah. So, this is a two-pointer. Okay. This is a two-point tiebreaker question. Okay. It could, but again, no Googling is allowed. We're not Googling. We have buzzers up. And this is not a true or false. Okay. Who is believed to have created, in, myth in Greek mythology, who is believed to have created the Olympic Games? <gasps> Heracles. You're correct. Oh, Damn it! Oh, I was, I was, oh, was going to yes. say Heracles. I was going to say yes. Oh, snap. Bullsh**. Yes. Yes. I was so going to say Heracles. I really so, was. Wow. But you know, Eric... So obviously Sarah would get the gold medal here, but Eric, silver medal still looks pretty yeah, damn nice. That's pretty awesome. So I think that's pretty fair. That was a good game, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> before we get to feedback, I just want to say, so I've also been, it turns out this week when I was doing my first week in my new job teaching kids at a theater camp, my co-teacher's mom was an Olympic runner. Oh, wow. As it oh, turns wow. out. Yeah. Uh, and I got permission to use her name. Um, Patty Sue Plummer. Nice. Was she actually won gold in the Goodwill Games, which was wow. the 80s response to the Olympics because of the political turmoil yeah, of the yeah, 80s yeah. and mm -hmm. all the boycotting that was going on uh, that awesome. was happened by numerous countries. So she competed in two Olympics and never really became a medalist in the Olympic Games, but she was a gold medalist in the Goodwill Games nice. and in another Games, um, which was another uh, competitor, which is the IAAF Grand Prix Final. She won uh Gold in 1990 for both of those, and in '89 she won bronze uh, at the Grand Prix Games and bronze and at in another event in the 15 meter. That's she really was a cool. Dash. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. My, so good uh, for her. My boyfriend's dad actually was a um, he was an Olympic hopeful. He he was asked to uh, to try out for the Olympics for um, cross country skiing in 1959. I got nothing. Yeah. No one in my family is that athletic. I'm sorry. Well, my boyfriend's dad's not in my family, but, you know. Well, give I it just, time. It, wow. <laughs> Reed, don't freak out. <laughs> <laughs> don't freak out. <laughs> That's okay, guys. I, I had a lot of fun this episode. I don't know about you. What do you think? That was really, really fun. Yeah, good I had job, a good Brian. Time. I had a good time. Thank you. Light, but still fun. And we yep. hope that this inspired you guys to continue to pursue to learn about the Olympics. And also, I really want to emphasize that, you know, the world's in a really weird spot right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that despite all of the 
uh, hurdles that have prevented, that potentially halted the, the Rio games from happening, that they still happened, that this is a games where no one's really boycotting the games, that this is yeah, truly... People an, are boycotting because of Zika virus. Well, uh, Zika virus. Yeah, whole, like, teams are not Fine. showing And up. every, and almost every competitor wanted it to be pushed out, but they're just dealing with it. <laughs> That's fine. But they're boycotting for health reasons, and I yeah. get that. They're not boycotting for political reasons. Sure. Wouldn't it be nice if during the games we could actually adopt that old custom of, you know, peace in the world? Yeah. At least just for a few weeks. What I would really enjoy is if uh, people would stop sinking so much money into building all these stadiums that are end up destroying the economy of the cities that they're having or the games like- in. Maybe maybe design them in such a way that they could be dismantled and and the resources could be yeah. repurposed yeah. and turned into low income housing and no, something like that. It's you know? basically well, what like they the want to do. Like villages would make total showy. sense for that. Yeah. Well, they just want to be showy. Is yeah. really what it is. They want to put on the biggest show and show off their country as much as possible. And right, and they want to show off their culture yeah. to the world. And I, yeah, I but, understand that, but like, you think about the Sochi Games just two years ago, and there was like, there were. The Olympic Village was rushed mm-hmm. to the point where, like, some the plumbing wasn't working in some of these facilities. Yeah, and well, some of them were just giant holes where toilets were meant to be installed. And, <laughs> right, and stray dogs were being slaughtered. Right. So, but here's the thing: how awesome would it be if you had just really flashy low-income housing? Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be super cool to live in the very affordable house that was also an Olympic torch? Like, that would be awesome. I would totally live in that house. <laughs> there you go. I would put my barbecue inside the Olympic torch. There you go. So I could cook up my Franks and, and, and burgers. Oh, Eric. Yeah. How awesome oh, would Eric. that be? Anyway. Um, so I, I I just, I. it's always kind of fun because everyone becomes very patriotic to their country during the Olympics. Maybe not everybody, but I, I don't know. I I enjoy it. I enjoy the, the ceremony behind mm-hmm. it, so... Good. I hope you guys well, do too. The only time I, I ever watch sailing. I appreciate the global unification. I do too. Yep. I do too. And let's hope that in this time that that may be the one thing that keeps us from going into complete chaos. So sure. Let's get to feedback. This week in listener feedback. Yes. So the uh, little bit of feedback we have here is from Ben, subject national parks. Eric, looking at you. Uh, hi, nerds. I've been listening to your lovely voices since 2012. Let me start off by saying how much I enjoy your podcast. You're the main reason I look forward to Monday mornings when I hit that refresh button on iTunes. I just wanted to leave a note inspired by Eric's Life as a Tree episode. I worked on Mackinac Island at oh. Fort Mackinac in 2006 as a historic as a historic interpreter. Hey, my my uh, tour guide hat is off to you. <laughs> we portrayed Victorian-era soldiers who not only completed their military duties, but also worked the grounds of America's second national park. Mackinac National Park later became Michigan's first state park in 1895. It appears the toughest duties for the soldiers was staying out of trouble and avoiding the contraction of STDs. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, it was a fun summer of work at one of America's most beautiful places. Keep up the great work, and I'll keep spreading the word of nerd like chlamydia on an island of 150 people. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, and that's from Ben in London, Ontario, Canada. Ben, thanks, buddy. That is awesome. Um, as always, guys, thank you for the feedback. We don't have other, much other, other feedback to share mm-hmm. other than that. So, Sarah, please tell us, how can our listeners become a feedbacker? Well, 
Uh, if you want to try skywriting, that is a very practical option. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, you can hit us up on social media. If you just go to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, you search for Nerdonomy, you will find us there. I promise you that. Um, but you can also go to nerdonomy.com, click that Talk to Us button, and shoot us an email. You can also um, check out our P.O. box. You can leave us a voicemail if you're feeling so brave. Um, we will actually play it on the air if it sounds good enough and isn't too offensive. Um, and then <laughs> while you happen to be kicking around on our website, we do actually need a new computer in order to keep these podcasts going so if you're feeling so generous as to contribute to that effort please click that donate button um, all of it does go to a computer that we use solely for podcast recording and podcast related things um, so that would be really really helpful we just need a few extra dollars to make that possible uh, so if you want to do that that'd be great if you cannot please just spread the word of nerd like a bird turd tell your friends all about us um and give us a review on itunes or something like that and if you're going to be running uh the olympic torch at any stretch mm -hmm. of of the way you know throwing some nerdonomy gear like a t-shirt oh on, yeah you can go to our <clears throat> merch page and buy something that'd be great or just holding up a sign that says i love nerdonomy yeah go to nerdonomy.com yeah podcasts are great you know you don't have to that's copy really me verbatim big, that's a really big, long sign <clears throat> well these these are olympians right, right. these are these are athletes they can manage this and they can carry a really big sign and a, and a torch yeah just don't set it on fire that's nope. gonna look really bad for us so flaming avoid, sign yeah. <laughs> it would get their attention that's yep. for sure yes indeed thank you guys uh well you know nerds it is that time so until we meet again Stay nerdy and tune into our next exciting episode. Same nerd time, same nerd channel, nerdonomy.com. Bye. You know what? I don't want to say goodbye. I'm not going to do it. I'm not ready to, to leave them yet. Eric, do say it. goodbye. Goodbye. Later. Ho, 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 ho. Uh, looks like word of our commentary has gotten back to uh, the contestant from Sparta, and he is not happy. None oh, here comes the javelin! Look oh, out! God. That was a close one. Too close. Well, that certainly deadens the mood. Ha <laughs> ha! Good one.